0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Chamber Pod with Shamanda. We thank you so much for listening, and we are so excited to finally, finally be back with all of our viewers and listeners. We apologize for our brief hiatus, but we have some very exciting things going on in our lives right now. Uh, Amanda has just started Going into the classroom for her student teaching, I have been getting a lot of things together for applying for new jobs, and so that has consumed quite a bit of our time over the last number of weeks, but we are finally getting settled into our schedule, we are ready to go, and super, super excited to be back with all of our ChamberPod fans.
1: Yes, we've missed you guys so much.
0: So, a lot has actually happened in the wrestling world since we were last with you. Tonight, we'll try and get you all caught up as we just watched the 118 2021 mm. episode of Monday Night Raw. <laughs> so, we'll start off our podcast like we usually do we're going to do our hot tag segment. We'll give you about five key points from Monday Night Raw, things we liked, things that we took away from the show, and things that have us somewhat excited for the, uh, for the next viewing. Yes. So Amanda, what is our first hot tag? All
1: right, our first hot tag is what led off the show. Um, and that's a Randy Orton promo, but this is no ordinary Randy Orton. Mm-hmm. No, no, this is a Randy Orton who has been literally burned by Alexa. Oh my gosh! And he is—he's wearing a I think a burn mask, I believe it's called.
0: Yes, yeah. So, on the previous week's Raw, Alexa Bliss or the altered version of Alexa Bliss, uh, threw a fireball. Yes. Quite Into the face of Randall Keith Orton.
1: Quite literally a ball of fire. Quite literally.
0: I mean, it was a giant burst on the screen. It just, it, it looked like her arm became a flamethrower and shot it out at Randy Orton.
1: Exactly. Now, before we get to the content of his promo, I, I want to acknowledge... Either he actually did get burned or their makeup team has oh, yeah. seriously oh stepped up their game.
0: No, they they did a great job. Like almost like two face.
1: Exactly.
0: You know, like Harvey Dent yeah. kind of style in, in the Batman Absolutely. series. Absolutely. It was it was actually really because even though his face is mostly covered, you could still see like these bright red splotches yeah. going on on his face like like it looked like he had actually been burned exactly and uh so so he in the promo says that he had first degree burns yeah from this attack from alexa bliss and uh you know that probably everybody in the locker room was so happy so randy orton's painting this picture of like him against the world everybody yeah. wants randy orton to be down And the reason for that is because Royal Rumble is coming up. So if Randy Orton can't be in, Randy Orton is a two-time winner of the match. So, you know, it'd be reasonable for the rest of the people in the back to be hoping he's not able to compete. But Randy Orton is a tough son of a gun. He's not going to let a little burn get in his way. He's declaring... For the Royal Rumble match.
1: Yes, but surely, surely he's upset with Alexa. or He blames Alexa for this modification of his and wh- face. Why,
0: why would that be? Why? Because she burned him in the face? Yes. In the face. Full facial burning?
1: I, I, That tracks to me.
0: Mm, no, not the case. Oh. Not the case. Oh. He's, he's in fact letting Alexa off the hook free of charge.
1: Now how do you get free away charge, with burning somebody in the face? How no, do you get away with that?
0: I well, I'll be honest. I've been burned in the past. Not not physically, but mentally and emotionally. Mm-hmm. There's some nasties out there. there Thank are. you, Lacey Evans.
1: We'll get to her in a minute.
0: But um You know, I, I would hold the party that burned me responsible.
1: I would think so too. No. So if he doesn't hold Alexa responsible, yep. who who is to blame?
0: The fiend.
1: Oh you mean you mean the, the guy that he burned alive yep. and has gone to has gone to hell? Yeah, underneath so, the ring?
0: So if you were with us on our last podcast last couple of podcasts when we did TLC Randy Orton literally literally punny, <laughs> um set the fiend on fire. And now he has the gall to say that it's the fiend's fault
1: well my my i'm very interested to see what happens at rumble
0: yeah apparently randy orton um does not believe in an eye for a burned eye (laughs) that's not a thing for him
1: no no it's not (laughs) but randy delivers a classic old school promo the lights were down it was a single spot camera you only got like part of his face part of his face you got um, real from last week's Raw on the TV behind him where you see the fireball mm-hmm. and you see him light the fiend on fire. Like, it was, it was well done. It was a classic.
0: It, it but it, re- it
1: left some questions it, for
0: me. It did, but it reminded me a lot of those old school Kane and Undertaker type promos. Yes. Because he's just standing, I don't remember if it was in the ring or not.
1: It was in A ring.
0: But, exactly. Um, and the lights were completely down. There was no lighting except for a single uh spotlight. Right. And and it wasn't even like a strong spotlight. It was just a, a faint just it was to
1: very get fan of the opera esque. A
0: little bit of lighting so that you could see his figure and then of course the you mask. know, the mask that he was wearing. Right. And um gosh, it was such a good promo. Like you don't get those kind of run promos. And what I mean by a run promo is that there's not really a stop or, um, like, if there were a crowd, there would be an opportunity for the crowd to react or respond to what's been said. There were not many pauses in this promo. It no. was pretty much a monologue of Randy Orton's inner thoughts. Right. And he was sharing them with the fans, sharing them with, the locker room, sharing them with Alexa and the Fiend, and in a way, sharing them with himself. And that kind of storytelling is something that has been missing for me in wrestling for a while. And it was really cool to see one of those old school guys, someone that's been there for, you know, 15, 20, 25 years right. now. Um It was cool to see him back in that era.
1: Absolutely. But speaking of classics and speaking of guys that have been in the business forever Mm -hmm. and going back to old kinds of storylines. Yes. Why don't you tell us what our next hot tag is?
0: Yeah, so I'm actually in love with this Mm storyline, and uh, it's a love storyline. Yeah. So (laughs) it's perfect. But Lacey Evans has since... Uh, kind of partnered up with one WWE Hall of Famer, two time WWE Hall of Famer, Rick Flair. Can I get a woo?
1: Woo!
0: That's exactly right. So, the the story here is that Charlotte Flair, who has established herself as a legend of the women's division.
1: Right, and need I remind you, Rick Flair's daughter. Rick Flair's
0: daughter, yes. Um, had Rick back for legends night legends raw and uh you know he he was there in support but he winds up costing her the match and so charlotte's like okay you are now messing up my career so i need you to take a step back right you know and, and i believe her quote was get out of my business yes get out of my business yes. this is Ric rick flair this is the person that's won the most championships Main card championships in a history of WWE. Yes,
1: sixteen, I believe it is.
0: Sixteen. Now some might say he that just means you've lost a lot. You lost the title sixteen times, right? Yeah. But still, bona fide legend.
1: Oh yes. Without without a doubt.
0: Rick Flair has permeated all levels of culture. Yes. He he is well known even beyond the wrestling community. They
1: play the woo in baseball stadiums. They
0: play the woo. They, they 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 do the um his classic theme music the ba, ba 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 you know they play that everywhere it's everywhere um so even though Rick did mess up you 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 couldn't fathom what was gonna happen next
1: no and. I would just like to mention he not only messed up one of her matches, Mm -hmm. but I believe he is at two, maybe even three now.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he's at two because last week uh, Lacey got the win over Charlotte.
1: Correct. Because of Rick's interference. A
0: distraction. So so Rick took it to the next step and he said, you know what? My daughter doesn't want me around. I'm going to make her pay for that. I'm going to make her lose this match and lose it to Lacey Evans.
1: So then what happened this week?
0: So this week, we get actually a pretty good segment backstage. I saw some people didn't like it, but I actually did like it. And Lacey takes over this backstage interview where Charlie Caruso is asking these questions to Ric Flair. Like, what's going on? Why are you, like... Costing your daughter matches. Exactly. Your prized possession, your, 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 your... Piste de resistance is Charlotte Flair. You're so proud of her legacy and what she's done to bring women's wrestling to a new era, a new world. Why would you do this? Rick, Rick, give us answers.
1: So what does Lacey say?
0: Well, Lacey doesn't want those answers out there. Hmm. She wants her answers out there. So she takes it over and essentially says like, hey, people, you're missing the point here. An absolute legend a gift to the wrestling world is in the building. And I'm not going to go talk to him. I'm not going to go ask him questions. I'm not going to pick his brain, learn everything I can.
1: Yeah.
0: It makes sense to me.
1: Yeah, he's the dirtiest player in the dirtiest game. Dirtiest
0: player of the game, living up to his name.
1: So she's just trying to get some advice, learn from him.
0: Oh, my gosh. And, I mean, shoot, I, if you gave me... A couple hours to talk to Ric Flair. I'd be picking his brain too. Sure. I would be the next WWE champion.
1: Yes. So obviously Charlotte is not thrilled with this. And you know later in the night cuts a promo is like you know what? I've been learning from him my whole life. If that's what you want to do go right ahead sweetheart. Like Mm -hmm. essentially Mm -hmm. says all right Lacey do your thing. Um, You're not going to get to me. And this is I believe after Rick and Lacey the music hits and they come out during Charlotte's match with Peyton Royce.
0: Yes. So we get the match following which is Peyton Royce and Charlotte and the reason for this is Peyton Royce is currently tag teaming with Lacey, Lacey Evans. Evans. Yes. So, you know, is essentially Lacey got the win, so now it's Peyton's turn. Right. But. But. That's not how it goes.
1: No. But. So Charlotte does end up defeating Peyton Royce. But before that happens, the music hits. Out comes Ric Flair, arms presenting. And out comes Lacey Evans wearing one of Ric Flair's robes.
0: Oof, that's got a sting, right?
1: It probably did. And you know, it was all to try and get into Charlotte's head. and ultimately didn't work. Cause Charlotte still got the win, but I don't know. I think there's going to be a lot of animosity come the Rumble.
0: I'm I'm actually really excited for the storyline. I think it's great. I, I, another thing to mention is Charlotte uh, had Peyton Royce tap out to Ric Flair's move turned into
1: the figure eight.
0: Right, turned into
1: right and Charlotte's
0: then, move, and then continued even after the bell. Right. So like you can tell. This has gotten to Charlotte. She's she's kind of making a point, making this thing, uh, you know, a little personal because it's gotten personal on her side. Right. Um, and now, you know, the the biggest thing she can do at this moment in this victory to hurt Lacey Evans yeah. is hurt her tag team partner. Exactly. So I, I love the angle. I think it's great. And I think it's going to be a fun storyline for the Rumble, like you said.
1: I, I completely agree. So, so. Uh,
0: you know, people stop complaining because it's actually good stuff. <laughs>
1: So, moving right along to our next hot tag.
0: Hot tag. Give it to me.
1: (laughs) So, the next thing we're going to talk about actually features a favorite wrestler of each of ours. Oh, my gosh, yes. Yours being AJ.
0: AJ Styles, the phenomenal one.
1: And then mine being Ricochet. Love Ricochet.
0: Ricochet's great. Admittedly, I love Ricochet, too.
1: So, what's going on with Ricochet right now?
0: Okay, Ricochet's storyline. We've talked about it before, and it's continued on to this point. Um, but Ricochet needs a win. Ricochet just needs a win. He needs he something. He can't. He can't win. The guy can't win. He can't buy a match. He can't go to the referee and say, "Here's my paycheck for the week. I gotta get a win." I'm
1: of, glad course, you of course, it. of
0: course, he would never do that yeah. because he's you know, classy. He's 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 Pure face. Pure baby face. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's terrible. This yeah. this guy with so much star potential, so much power, so much ability. Uh, oh, this was one of the greatest matches that I have seen on WWE programming in ages. Like, th- this one will go down in history. Not because the match was for anything, even though it was. Uh, simply because they're going to show talent this match so that they understand what chemistry looks like in the ring how to protect one another and still hit massive massive spots
1: absolutely it was
0: so good it was clinical
1: it was a great match they you know they had great back and forth they had great storytelling like everything about it was great except for in my opinion the finish
0: Oh, I love the finish. The finish was great back-and-forth action. We had this amazing feat of athleticism kind of getting into the Styles Clash, which, look it up. It's a very difficult move to hit. You you have your opponent inverted in the air. And he got him Uh, there off the ropes. Right, you get off the ropes, too. but, But the move itself is just kind of the reverse person. So you have one standing up and then one as if their head was going to go on the mat. And AJ kind of like steps over your arms so your arms are locked behind his legs and then he just kind of does a face buster and and slams you onto the ring right um great move but he gets it in he gets into this position off of the ring ropes right from ricochet really impressive it was super cool um and it absolutely stole the show like absolutely. Thi- this match was middle of the card
1: right which wow it could it could have easily been made event.
0: It was main event good. It was main event good, absolutely.
1: And and when I say that I didn't like the finish, I don't mean that I don't like what they did. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I merely meant that I didn't like yeah. who was on the losing end of the 1-2-3. Well,
0: oh, I, I totally get that. AJ, obviously, with what we said about the Styles Clash, uh, winds up pinning Ricochet. This match, though, was far more important to Ricochet, which is probably what you're talking exactly. about, Exactly. This match was for his spot. In the Royal Rumble.
1: Which, I have all kinds of questions about that, but we'll get that into that at the Baccia. Yeah,
0: we'll talk about that in botcha, which I sort of agree, but also disagree. We'll get into that more. <laughs> but, Ricochet can't catch a break. And the thing that I like about this storyline is that Ricochet now has no way to the Royal Rumble. That's what this is all about. This is getting him to the Royal Rumble. And now he lost his shot. This was his showcase moment to say, I beat AJ Styles. AJ Styles is in the Rumble, so I'm in the Rumble. Oh no, you did not even beat AJ Styles. You put on a great show, but you didn't win.
1: I'm still bitter.
0: And we only take winners in a Royal Rumble.
1: Although.
0: But I think what we're going to get here, because he's running this storyline across... Uh, the the retribution angle. And I think retribution may have an automatic spot. They may let every single wrestler that's a part of retribution into the match.
1: I hope not.
0: I think they're going to. I think they're going to fill out the match with retribution members. Oh, wait a minute. I got, I just got a great idea. If they're letting in all of the retribution members... Ricochet was offered a spot in in Retribution.
1: I really hope that doesn't happen next week. So I'll be mad.
0: So I, I think, whether it happens on programming or at the Rumble, I think Ricochet will join Retribution, and that's how he'll get into the Rumble match.
1: I'm interested to see how it goes. I, I'm nervous to see how it goes, but it, it's going to be good either way. He's a great storyteller, and he he boosts most anything that he's in.
0: I love it. I love it. Give me <laughs> I more. I know you do. Feed me more. I know
1: you do. Well, I'm I'm going to talk about something that you want less of, okay. ultimately. All right. But That's I, good. I, think, I, need, I
0: need to calm down. Yeah. I'm getting pretty excited. You,
1: you are. You really are. So my next hot tag is the match between the Hurt Business and the Lucha House Party with Riddle. So it was Lucha House Party... Riddle on the outside, and Shelton, Cedric, and Bobby with MVP on the outside. So, overall, it's just a match. It's just something to make the hurt business look strong, except they find a way to make them look strong while also making them look weak by con- continuing the combustion angle mm-hmm. present within the hurt business. Somebody does again tag themselves into the match. Except this time it's not Cedric. Mm. It is Shelton.
0: Plot twist.
1: Yes. Shelton tags himself into the match. He tags Cedric. Right. Obviously making Cedric very upset. Yep. And this ends up, this results in Shelton two hands shoving Cedric right out the ring.
0: There is trouble in paradise.
1: Oh, my, yes. So, obviously, MVP has to calm him down. Hurt Business wins the match. Mm-hmm. But, you know, things are still heated when the three when Shelton and Cedric are, you know, back to face-to-face in the ring once the match is over. Yeah. So, that's when Riddle rushes in and is able to get a cheap shot right. on some of the Hurt Business and continue that storyline. Even with his Hurt Foot, which I will get to in the promo, which is not, not good.
0: Well, I... This is what I have to say about it i I've been thinking about it for a week i I know our listeners haven't had a chance to uh to get my feedback on this absolutely terrible thing that's happening <laughs> in the world right now but i I gotta be honest i'm I'm moving a a a petition I am now going to petition for a slight very slight just adding one letter I want to add one letter and change the name. Of the Hurt Business. is all I want to do. Change one letter. To change their name. So that they are appropriately um, understood. And we we know what they actually do. What What is the Hurt Business. I know what it is. But this, this is this petition. So. So. You know, at any point. You can ask me. What I want to do with the Hurt Business. But I, I'll, I'll leave you and our listeners with that. I just want a name change. Just
1: give me a name change. All All right. I'll ask you about that when we get to Botcha then. right, All right. I'm very intrigued. I'm
0: telling you. I'm telling you. This name would make me feel so much better. So much better. That's all I have. That's literally all I have for the Hurt Business.
1: Okay. Well, like I said, it's good to see that the combustion angle is still going. But overall, there's nothing good that comes out. Terrible. Nothing good. I
0: like the combustion angle because that means, hopefully... We won't ever have to see them again.
1: Exactly. So, so, moving on to our last hot tag, I'll let you talk about this one. Okay. Um, but we move right... Our main event of the night, which was Alexa and Oscar. Now, you'll have to probably go talk, go back and talk about Alexa's playground just a little bit. Yes. To set up this match. Exactly. But, but go, go ahead. Tell us what happened. So,
0: essentially what we get is a moment between Alexa and Oscar. It's um they they've introduced a new segment, show, whatever you want to call it, for Alexa Bliss's new character in absence of the fiend. And it's called Alexa's Playground. And essentially they they put a swing set and a little slide. Creepy all,
1: rocking horse.
0: Creeping rocking horse. Like all these little things that you would expect from, you know, a daycare or something like that. Right. Um, because Alexa is like this childlike figure doll like figure yeah, creepy doll that uh you know you'd see from all these horror shows, and it's kind of creepy like she just swings and giggles and like you know makes puns about people's pain it's it's very interesting actually mm-hmm. but uh but creepy is the vibe they're going for, and boy, do they strike it oh yes, um so we, we get that segment and uh Asuka is actually really good in this segment. I, I I I worry a little bit because Asuka, you know, is Japanese. Yeah. And the Japanese style of pro wrestling really does a lot less of the promotional work. Right. They do a lot of stuff in ring, but also they don't have to worry about the people that are watching it not understanding. Because right. they speak the language. Exactly. They speak Japanese. Yes. So.
1: That helps. It, it's
0: difficult for Japanese stars to come over to the States and have the same level of success. Right. With WWE. Asuka has broken through that, but it's mostly because of her in-ring work, not ne- not necessarily her with a mic. So I was right. a little worried about this segment.
1: She did very well. Oh my
0: God, she did great. They, they gave her... Lines that she could succeed with. Yes. And it was really almost less about what was being said and more about how that dialogue was taking place. Yeah. How they were interacting with one another. And honestly, Asuka was pushing Alexa's buttons. She was interrupting when she shouldn't be. She was distracting from what Alexa wanted to talk about. And and it was really good. Well written and well form. Absolutely.
1: And she made the uh, the biggest mistake she could, which is to say The Fiend's name. Yeah,
0: he who shall not be named Yes, Alexa
1: did not take kindly to that.
0: In fact, The Fiend.
1: Yeah, so that segment ends with Asuka essentially running away from Alexa, which yeah. I, I don't blame her at all. So, that culminates at the end of the night yeah. during the main event, which was far from a normal match. But yeah. also... Exactly like a normal match.
0: Yeah, so it was a normal match in terms of booking. It was booked as a normal match, but when you have a character as dynamic as Alexa's new character, it it um it adds a couple of wrinkles. So they go to commercial during the match, right? And everything's normal. Yeah. It's just a normal match. Yeah. Well, they come back from commercial, and the lights are completely out. There's just a couple lights. Yeah. Left. And they're haphazard, you know?
1: Yeah.
0: And um, Alexa's no longer wearing the same outfit.
1: Right. She's on a different outfit. She has different makeup. Yeah. Her hair is different.
0: She has all black lipstick on. Yeah.
1: She becomes the karate kid and Floyd Mayweather <laughs> and being able to just dodge everything. Yeah. Nobody sweeps the leg, though.
0: Nobody sweeps the leg. But... We get this odd thing, uh, uh, which you don't have a lot, which is the no sell.
1: Yeah. Alexa yeah. is
0: not selling Asuka's moves. And Asuka is the champion. Remember this.
1: Yeah. And that's uh, reminiscent of The Fiend.
0: Right. Because The Fiend can take an absolute beating and, and pop, pop right it, up. That, yeah. So it was cool to see that. But then the, the, eventually Alexa winds up winning. The match
1: by hitting Sister Abigail
0: by hitting the Sister Abigail, which again the fiend's Fiend. move, and oh, uh,
1: because well, she tried the mandible claw and wasn't able to hit that one.
0: I was glad actually that me she too. didn't hit it because it, for me, I'm still thinking of like the the possibility of this being a real fight.
1: Yeah,
0: Oscar is so much bigger than Alexa. Right. She's so much stronger. There's no, and the mandible claw essentially you're you're wrenching your hand into the jaw of your opponent and, right. and stretching, and that obviously that's going to cause them to pass out or tap one right, of the two. Which
1: is why the fiend is able to do it. But right. it was good that they let her use brace finisher. Right, which is Sister Abigail.
0: Exactly. Just because logistically it would be it would be a little far fetched to say Alexa exactly. Mandible claws.
1: But it's awesome. good that they let her try and hit it because yes. that lends itself to the the theory that you have developed about this angle.
0: Yeah. So essentially. The, the confusing part is that you're looking at this, like, augmented reality. And we've seen it a couple times with The Fiend. He's had WrestleMania matches that may or may not have actually happened. They may have happened in the mind of the character. Um, and so you, you, you have this world that seems to be blending between The Fiend or Bray. Yeah. Well, now Bray's out of the picture because Bray's physical body, right, was, yeah. was burned yeah. at TLC. Okay, so we get that, but in all of those situations, there was not commentary. Mm -hmm. Well, commentary stayed throughout this match. Right. It wasn't until after commentary, or until after the match, that commentary stopped. Right. Well, after the match is Alexa returning back to the normal state.
1: Right. And then... She's back
0: in her regular clothing. Yep. She's got on... I won't say normal, but she doesn't have on black lipstick yeah, she's or got on and her regular makeup. Just the regular shade that she always wears.
1: Her hair is back. To her normal. hair's
0: done normal. Everything is as it was.
1: And she smiles into the camera and fade to black.
0: Unbelievable. Unbelievable. We have what I believe is some spiritual yes. possession.
1: Yes. I yeah.
0: That's all I can explain. Because I don't I don't understand how we get these changes. I don't understand.
1: Yeah. I don't get it either. I will say normally when she says let him in, mm-hmm. it's her voice. Yes. It was not this time. It was not this time. It was the that's fiends. right. That's
0: a very good point. It was the fiend's voice. I almost voice forgot. This time. Yeah. It was. It was the fiend.
1: It was the fiend's voice this time. Oh man. I
0: That's a game changer. I don't know
1: what's gonna happen. I, that's I a game really, changer. really don't know what's gonna happen. We're gonna I, have to sit on that and see what happens next week.
0: I'm so excited. I I I love the kind of content, because it reminds me of the wrestler having to develop their own style as to fit the character.
1: You know, sometimes you really are just too much of an Undertaker fan. Oh,
0: I love Undertaker. Give me more Undertaker.
1: So, now that we've wrapped up the show for you, we're going to move right on into Countdown, and we're a little behind now. Yep. So obviously we missed some weeks. We're a little behind now. So we're going to have to start doubling up yep. on our on our winners for our countdown. But we're still going to give you all the key information that you need for them.
0: So just a reminder, this month we are counting down the top 10 greatest Royal Rumble winners. Right. Only thing that gets you on this list is if you've won at least one Royal Rumble match. But Absolutely. Once we got all that list... We took their entire body of work in the Royal Rumble yes, match. Yes,
1: your Royal Rumble resume.
0: Exactly. Is ultimately
1: what determined this list. So, so
0: we're gonna do we're gonna do two a week or two a show, yes. I should say rather, um, all the way up until the Royal Rumble pay per view. Yes. When oh, we, we do will. that, we're gonna do our quick picks, our wrap up show, that kind of stuff. Yes. And we will crown the greatest Royal Rumble winner
1: yes and make sure you tune it you tune into quick picks i still haven't decided who i'm gonna be yet but i do owe you guys a wrestler to do my picks
0: oh i'm so excited that's right i'm a tlc quick pick champion of the world
1: i'll get you back at royal rumble so moving right on into countdown number 10 was Hexel jim duggan the first ever royal rumble winner yeah and number nine the man turned into the mom becky lynch She won the 2019 Women's Rumble. It was the second ever Royal Rumble for women. She had two eliminations. Her runner-up was Charlotte Flair. But how she got into the match is actually pretty interesting.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it it really was. So she was not scheduled to be in the match. No. It, It was not supposed to happen. But what did wind up happening, Lana was supposed to be entrant number 28. Right. However... Lana was attacked backstage by Nia Jax on the pre-show. You know, I wonder, did Lana get put through a table by Nia Jax? Did did that happen? You
1: it's quite possible.
0: That's amazing. That seems to
1: be the only thing Nia knows how to do to Lana. If
0: if that's the case, then they have been building that Lana storyline for two years.
1: Yes. (laughs) I would kind of love that. So since, but I mean, Lana being Lana, she still tries to enter the match. Mm -hmm. So she gets about halfway down the ramp and can't go anymore. Mm -hmm. So the referees and the medical team are tending to her. And here comes Becky running down the ramp, goes to the ref and says, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. Pointing at the ring. Finally, he just waves her on and she goes in. Yeah. And she goes on to win.
0: Really cool moment. It was actually a WWE official oh, that yes. was tending to Lana. And that WWE official was actually Finley. Fit! So they had this uh, this nice storyline going on there. And obviously, Finley's in this tight spot. He's got to get somebody in the match. He doesn't know what to do. Why not turn to the fellow Irish?
1: Yes. If only he'd had his shillelagh. Yeah.
0: So, uh... So, Irishman to Irishwoman, we get
1: Becky, Becky Lynch the in the match. So, the other really important part of this match actually has very little to do with the match. Um, but Becky winning this Rumble ultimately led to the first ever women's main event at WrestleMania. It was WrestleMania 35. It was a triple threat for the, for the title. Becky already had one title, Right? Or were Charlotte and Ronda... I think it
0: was Charlotte and Ronda were the champions.
1: Okay, so it's a triple threat for both titles. It's Becky versus Ronda versus Charlotte. And at the end of that match, we get the birth of Becky Two Belts.
0: Yeah, it it was probably the most significant thing that happened in the women's division to to date. I would agree. It really... This is a goal that the women's division had had for... I would say a good handful of years. Yeah. Um but it, it didn't seem like that would happen. Well, when you introduce the star power of Ronda Rousey, uh, obviously this is post her dominance in UFC, obviously. but her name recognition alone really sparked um this possibility. Then on yeah. top of it, you get Nia Jax, uh, you know, months earlier brutally uh botching and
1: breaking Becky's nose.
0: Breaking <laughs> Becky Lynch's nose in this invasion angle leading up to Survivor Series. Yeah. So Becky Lynch becomes this mega star. Because she endures this broken nose and punch, She's bleeding everywhere. It's all over her arms, her face. It's gruesome. You know, I'm sure gruesome. she's
1: somewhat concussed because I'm pretty sure she doesn't actually remember standing on top of the stairs. Probably. Fist in the air with all those fans. But
0: that image became so iconic that it birthed this new character yeah. of Becky Lynch, the man. She's unstoppable and she doesn't matter what happens.
1: Becky Two Belts, I can't wait to see it
0: again. And so that's, that is why we have... Becky Lynch on our list at number nine. Yes. A lot of respect for what she did and for WWE giving the women that spot that they so much deserved. And really, all of the women that have come out and said this after the fact that have ever been a part of WWE, that really that moment was not just celebrating the star power of Ronda, Charlotte, and Becky. No, it was celebrating
1: celebrating all of them. It was celebrating
0: all of the people that paved the way and got... It was a huge match for... Little girls around the world that wanted to look at something and say, I can do anything. I can be anything. And just really special.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely loved it. Absolutely. So, because we have to do two, moving right on along into our number eight, we have the... I don't have all the words to describe him. The legend, the icon, Mm -hmm. the most... Or, our second most identifiable entity with the, the WWE.
0: The immortal.
1: That's the word. Hulk
0: Hogan, brother.
1: That's the word I couldn't come up with. I couldn't come up with immortal. Um, but yes, so he is our first two time winner.
0: Unbelievable.
1: He won back to back in 1990 and 1991. And not only was he a back to back winner, but he was actually a back to back entrant. In 1990, he entered at number 25, and in 1991, he entered at number 24. So I guess it's a reverse back to back. A reverse
0: back to back. But it's but it still A works.
1: reversey. A reversey. So it still works. Um, I, I'm not sure if this record still holds, but I I think it is. Um, he has the most eliminations per minute. He has twenty-five eliminations in fifty-seven minutes total in his Rumble career, and he's only been in four Rumbles. That's
0: a lot of elimination. I I don't remember what number we said when we did our first episode of Countdown with Hacksaw, but I think Hulk Hogan doesn't have that many fewer eliminations than number thirteen entrance ever in the entire match. That's I think it was something true. like. 30, 35? yeah. So Hulk Hogan has 25 eliminations in the match. And you would think the star of Hulk Hogan was in more Royal Rumble matches. He was only in four.
1: Which is baffling.
0: Only in four. So he wins 50% of the Rumbles that he's in.
1: You know what? That's that's a pretty good stat. I, 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 I would take those odds. I would take them and run them down into history, which is essentially what Hogan did. And not only did he do that, in three of his four rumbles, mm-hmm. they were pretty, pretty impactful as far as WWE went.
0: I mean, obviously, he won two of those. Right. And then the third sparked probably what's remembered as one of the greatest feuds and greatest moments in the history of wrestling. Yes. It is the classic Hogan- Randy Savage, Macho Man. Right,
1: and that happens in 89 before he even wins the Rumble. Right. So, like like you just said, like they're, they're known as the, the... Mega Powers. The Mega Powers. Yep. So, in 1989, Hogan, you know, they're in the match, things are going well, and then he, quote-unquote, accidentally eliminates Macho Man, Randy Savage. So, obviously, Savage is mad. Mm-hmm. So, he comes back into the ring to confront Hogan, but hold on. Wait a minute, there, Randy. Mm-hmm. In comes Miss Elizabeth. Yeah, she jumps in between the two of them in the middle of the ring. It's a whole big thing, and that leads to the Mega Powers exploding at WrestleMania Five.
0: Yeah one of the one of the best Mania matches of all time was sparked at that eighty nine Rumble, and and really, right around this time is when they start envisioning the royal rumble as the beginning of the road to wrestlemania they realized that this is the biggest night in terms of a match that we can have that's not called wrestlemania so this match and this show as a whole really needs to be where we plant all of the seeds that we're going to grow and harvest at wrestlemania
1: absolutely so surely He can't do anything bigger than that the next year. Oh, no, no,
0: no, no. Taking out Macho Man Randy Savage, having a spot with Miss Elizabeth, there's nothing greater!
1: And yet, in 1990, Hulk Hogan wins. He was entry number 25. His runner-up was Mr. Perfect. And we got a fantastic moment between Hogan and Ultimate Warrior as they cleared the entire ring.
0: Are you telling me that a man who took out Randy Savage? The next year takes out Ultimate Warrior. The next year wins again. We'll get to that later. <laughs> is ranking only number eight on our list? This oh, is yeah. this is this is madness.
1: I know, I know it is, but I just oh, wait until wait until you hear what else is on our list. Oh my
0: goodness!
1: So Hogan and Warrior clear the ring, and this includes a very young. Shawn Michaels, a heartbreak kid, who enters at number twenty-six, and only lasted twelve seconds that's, in the match. That's unfathomable. He only lasted twelve seconds. I
0: cannot envision a world where the heartbreak kid Shawn Michaels only lasts twelve seconds in a in a match. I know
1: it's that, crazy. I, I I don't get he's it. He's
0: known for his Iron Man matches. He lasted twelve seconds.
1: Yes. Um. So i'm mm. I'm beginning to notice a theme with Hogan
0: unbelievable as
1: Hogan accidentally on purpose eliminated Ultimate Warrior while quote unquote trying to eliminate somebody else, yeah. Um, the number 30 entrant was Mr. Perfect and he accidentally eliminated Rick Rude while trying to eliminate Hogan. I'm noticing people don't intend to mm. get people out of the Royal Rumble. Yeah, Royal.
0: that doesn't add up because the match you you only win it by getting people yeah. out.
1: Yeah. So these people need to need to figure out how to, how to do this. Yeah. Um so Hogan um ultimately ends up powering up. Yeah. Which I can't even begin to intima- uh, imitate. He powers up after getting hit with the perfect plex and goes on to win the match and then because he's not done the next year in 1991 mm-hmm. the world or at least the united states and the middle east were in a bit of disarray yeah we we were not getting along yeah because the gulf war was happening
0: that's exactly right
1: and sergeant slaughter had just beaten Ultimate Warrior for the title.
0: Incredible how it all kind of comes back in a circle. Ultimate Warrior was the champion at the time. Yeah. Just had that spot with Hogan the previous year at the Rumble. Right. Really like uh, impressive writing that they can wind up keeping these storylines exactly. alive years after they were exactly. first saw. Exactly.
1: So Warrior, not Warrior, Hogan enters at 24. His runner-up was Earthquake. Mm. Love him. I love the National Disasters. The National
0: Disasters, Earthquake, Typhoon. typhoon we actually yeah. met them.
1: Yeah. Uh, Hogan goes on to win and then dedicates the match to the armed forces and swears to defeat Sergeant Slaughter.
0: Yeah, that WrestleMania, of course, of course for yes. for the title. Um, so that, you know, America's on top. And, of course, that is what eventually happens. Yes. So... Uh, Another key stat that we will probably introduce at some point in the countdown episodes is, you know, the percentage, the success rate of the Royal Rumble winner. Yes. And Hogan is one that actually has 100% success rate. When he wins the Royal Rumble, he goes on to win his WrestleMania match.
1: I'm going to let you handle all those maths. Math is (laughs) not my friend.
0: But thank you so much for... Uh, sticking with us through Countdown. Yes. We, so, we, uh, we really enjoy this segment. We hope you do too.
1: Yeah. So now it's time for one of my favorite things to do on the show, which is botcha. Botcha. I love talking about the things that go wrong. Mm-hmm. So.
0: We got some things. Yes. Some I, yes.
1: Things. I have, I have lots of things. So we're going to start off with real quick, the Hurt Business promo. Love it when they do promos. Oh my. Um, oh my. and he did it, he did it with, they did it with Matt Riddle. Now this is their best promo to date. Wow. It's not this, good. This one. This one. It's their Holy best promo to date. It's not good. Riddle is still a marble mouth. He's still very difficult to understand, but he sounded more put together than I, I, normal. I, I,
0: I don't understand the words coming out of your mouth. I right know,
1: now. I know. But see, here's the thing. He all the only thing that was actually like the only content here was Riddle complimenting the way the Hurt business dressed. Hmm. MVP commented on what riddle was wearing but i didn't really
0: yeah, that's that's a different tactic
1: it is i think it was very tactic. complimentary of mm. them you know of course gave them all nicknames and said they all look nice so eventually bobby is like you know what i got it i got this i got okay. this
0: all right so, all right bobby
1: so the other three go on their merry way and bobby then takes a moment to get down to riddle's level
0: oh my
1: and he says you know riddle i i actually very much like your flip flop I really do like the flip-flops. I always heard they were bad for your feet. Oh, And Riddle's like, no, they're not bad for your feet. Why would you think that? And then promptly stomps on his foot. Okay. Yep, Bobby stomps on Matt Riddle's foot. And that is how that promo ends. Mm. With Riddle on the ground clutching his foot.
0: I I would say that's a botch. Yeah. I would say that that one misses the mark.
1: It misses a lot of marks. But, but uh But it's their yeah. best one to date.
0: Yeah. I I I will not. I will not say anything about that terrible tag team. I won't I won't do it. I won't do it. I won't do it until
1: what's their my new name, petition
0: though? has been passed. What's
1: their new name though? What 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 do you want them to be?
0: Okay, I am just wanting to add a letter.
1: Okay, what letter? That's is all that? I
0: want to do what, what's the letter? Why? Why? The letter Y.
1: Where, where, where in that name are you putting the letter Y?
0: I just want to add it to the word, the very first word of their tag team name. That's all I want to do.
1: Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, because that tells you exactly what they do.
1: That's clever. They
0: hurt business. That's very. They hurt clever. business. I don't want any more of this terrible tag team get the tag titles off of them I, I, I don't want them anywhere near WrestleMania because they hurt business I don't want to watch the show <laughs> yeah. when the business is on
1: that's very very they clever. hurt it
0: they hurt business
1: so speaking out like to other not so flattering things about the business
0: Gilbert I'm sorry why is he a fish
1: he's back
0: oh my God.
1: So, on the dirt sheet with Ms. and Morrison, which is normally a great segment, they invited Gilberg and some kind of actor they hired to play McIntyre. I must
0: say, I'm I'm a little surprised to see the dirt sheet, Ms. and Morrison, on Botcha.
1: I know, it just, it, it wasn't good, it didn't work. Gilberg kept, like, throwing his tongue around, doing the, ah, uh, thing, the weird it noise that he makes.
0: Imitates, um... Goldberg, obviously.
1: Yes, um, and you know I'm gonna call him McIntyre. He didn't actually have a name, but McIntyre, the the knockoff McIntyre. Yeah. Um, didn't really get to do much because shortly after he got out there, his accent wasn't wasn't right. No. So so John decided you know to comment on that, and then he and Miz got into some kind of debate over where the best actors are from. Because apparently and you know, Miss said Cleveland and John was all kinds of offended I, I, by that. I, you know it, was, it was it was all bad.
0: I gotta side with uh, Morrison there. I don't know many actors from Cleveland.
1: It's just the Miz, but mm. it's fine.
0: Mm. Mm. He should just stick to thinking about his, his money in the bank contract.
1: Yes, but yeah. So that was it. Was it was not a, it was not a good segment. So I'm just going to leave that right there and go right into the third one. Now I have questions for you.
0: Okay. All right. I'm ready for them.
1: How do you enter the Rumble?
0: I, you know what? H- however you get a spot in the Rumble. But
1: see, here's the thing. Some superstars, most superstars, can just say, I'm announcing my entry into the Royal Rumble, and it's fine. Yep. But then there are others who have to go to That's Adam right. Pearce and right. say, hey, I want to be in the Rumble, and he says, ha-ha, you got to win a match first. Yeah,
0: yeah. Ha- why? Okay, here's mm. the thing. Some superstars have the cachet. They have the 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 profile the star the the recent success the championship gold they've got something going for them that you know what hey i'm not gonna pick a fight with you i'm gonna pick a fight i'm adam pierce i'm trying to get out of fights we'll talk about that on smackdown i'm trying to get out of fights i don't i don't hey take it easy you're in the match you're in the rumble boom remember this is a business This is a company that's interested in putting the creme de la creme, the top, into the Royal Rumble match. So there are some people that you just say, hey, okay, you got what you want, you're in the match. Then there are other people, like Ricochet, who have not won anything in God knows how long, and they don't just get put in a match.
1: That's you literally how you the rubble has worked you for years.
0: Don't, you don't just get a spot. You got to guineas. You earn your keep on Raw. You
1: got to earn it. It's a botcha. <laughs> <laughs> I'm it, overrule you. Their inconsistency, it is, it's a botcha. It
0: is inconsistent, and that's frustrating for a viewer. However, because it furthers the storyline with Ricochet and Retribution could, and things could. like that... I say, I understand. It's still about you, but I understand. I see what could be happening.
1: Okay. All right. Fine. So, we're going to start wrapping this up, and we are going to go into our last couple of spots here. First of all, we have This Day in Wrestling. So, we wrote this up for yesterday, for Raw, obviously. So... What, what happened yesterday in wrestling?
0: Yesterday is actually a really cool day in the history of pro wrestling. Probably one of the most significant days in the history of pro wrestling. But Ooh, tell me. 50 years ago today in New York City, Ivan Koloff defeated Bruno Sammartino to win the WWWF I, I championship. Th-
1: I think you stuttered there. No, no, no,
0: no. That's an extra W. That's right it was the wwwf championship.
1: Worldwide Wrestling Federation?
0: I believe that might have been it. Yeah. All right. I don't know. Um but yeah. So I'm here for it. Really really exciting. And for those of you that aren't huge wrestling fans, uh you you may not have ever even heard of Ivan Koloff or Bruno Sammartino, but Bruno Sammartino is the greatest champion of all time.
1: What gives him that accolade? There
0: there is no greater champion and that's because this championship match that he lost was the end of the greatest championship reign in wrestling history.
1: That's got to be like, what, three years?
0: I dunno, uh, no. Try doubling it and then some. Oh, it my. It was seven years and eight months. 2,803 days that he held this championship. Consecutively. Wow. Consecutively. He... For seven years and eight months, never woke up. Not the WWF champion.
1: Well, surely that means people loved him as champion. So they must have. They must have been ang- angry when he, he lost. He
0: was beloved. The, like think about the way Tom Brady is to Patriots fans. They can't do anything wrong. Think about the way Derek Jeter is to baseball fans. Think about
1: this. This has to be like bring to bring it back to wrestling this
0: has to be like taker losing the streak it's taker losing the streak it's it's batman not killing superman it's all of these things and uh, a journalist at the event 50 years ago said that the atmosphere in madison square garden after that match ended was quote like a funeral people were crying people were devastated they were Destroyed, getting out of their seats. There was so much shock that they had witnessed the end of probably their favorite wrestler's championship run.
1: So what happened when they raised kovlov's hand?
0: So they raised his hand, and it was a split second decision. They they decided in the moment, uh, the higher ups of the company that. This was a really risky situation to be putting their talent in, and they decide not to announce Koloff as WWF champion, Wow! because there were fears that the crowd's reaction would turn from sadness to anger, Mm. and that it would become a riot situation. So they don't even announce the new champion as champion, and... Um they they, they just kind of quietly end the show. Wow. Um the story comes out much later that actually San Martino was tired of being on the road constantly. I mean, this was seven plus years right. of having to defend this title, having to, you know, be the face of the company. Exactly. And so he volunteered actually to give up the championship. Wow. And Kaloff was simply that transition guy. He held the belt for only three weeks. So you have seven years and eight months of Bruno Sammartino into three weeks of Kaloff before eventually the next face of the company wins the belt. And that was Pedro Morales. Right. So, But just to, to fully wrap us around, Sammartino... Eventually won the title again in 1973, and he held the title on that occasion for three more years. So
1: he's held the title for just over 10 years in his career. Yeah,
0: so a decade wow. plus of championship reigns, and that's two reigns, one S, two, two titles.
1: That's, oh, that is a great this day in wrestling. I can't wait to know what Friday's is.
0: Absolutely. So we're going to wrap up this week's edition of The Chamber Pod. Yes. With Shamanda. uh, By beating the clock, getting everybody excited for SmackDown, you'll have to tune in for our next episode because it will be coming hot off the presses uh, once SmackDown ends. It'll probably be posted that Saturday.
1: Yes. So first up, I'm really excited that Sasha has challenged a sommelier, and it seems as though Carmella's in favor, so I really am excited to see if we're actually going to get that intergender match.
0: I hope we get a mixed gender, intergender match. We haven't had one in forever. I think on our last podcast episode, I said, oh my gosh, I thought we were getting a, yeah. a intergender match. So, yes, come on, Sasha. Uh,
1: next up is Roman's response to being bested. I
0: couldn't believe it. The head of the table was actually outsmarted. By Adam Pearce.
1: Oh, that's not going to fare well for Adam Pearce. He's
0: bound to respond. He's bound to be angry. Exactly. So we should get great Paul Heyman content yes. and great Roman Reigns content.
1: Absolutely. And finally, I am, I know that you're not, yep. but I am really excited to see how this obstacle course between Bailey and Bianca goes.
0: So I loved the debut of Ding Dong Hello, which was Bailey's new segment style show, but why did it have to turn into an obstacle course? Anything else would have been great. But, hey, I like that they're building the mid card, and they've got two very talented wrestlers oh, yes. doing it. So
1: It's going to be in. a lot of fun. So we're going to say a happy, now belated birthday to Ted DiBiase and Batista, both of which had their birthday yesterday. So Ted DiBiase, for those of you who don't know, is known as the Million Dollar Man. He is the Hall of Fame Class of 2010. Uh, he brought the title... Or he bought the title and WrestleMania 4 storyline?
0: Yeah, so the the way that one worked was he had all the money. He thought, oh, I know how I'm going to win the championship. I'll buy it. I'll, in fact, I'll go even further. I'll buy the whole show. Then I run it. Then I get to be champion. Well, that's not how it works, Ted. <laughs> But it was a great storyline.
1: Oh, I bet. He is also the inventor of the Million Dollar Championship, which is really just three gigantic, diamond-studded, golden dollar signs. And that
0: was in direct response to being told he couldn't buy a championship.
1: Yep. And he also debuted The Undertaker. Yeah,
0: so he was actually the man that came out in Survivor Series with The Undertaker. Yeah. He he found him. Back in
1: 1990. He found him. Yeah, so then for Batista, Batista was a member of Evo- the Evolution Faction with Ric Flair, Triple H, and Randy Orton. Um, Tell about the Rumble.
0: Okay, so he, which uh, I, I don't know if he'll be f- featured on our Countdown show of Best Royal Rumble winners, but he did win a Royal Rumble. He won the infamous 2014 Royal Rumble match. Now, I hear Amanda, she's asking me, why? What what made it so infamous? I, I, I don't understand. Well... Daniel Bryan had just hit mega stardom. His album went platinum. Uh, Daniel Bryan had just started the Yes Movement, and so the fans were going nuts. Nuts. And and as the match went on and on and on, everybody thought, it's got to be Daniel Bryan. He never entered the match.
1: So what happened?
0: Well, Batista took his spot and wound up winning the match. But Bryan got the ultimate win when he defeated Triple H at WrestleMania 30 in the opening match. Now, the stipulation of that match said that he would earn a spot in the main event for the championship where he did Mm. win the championship against Batista and Randy Orton, the yes moment had seen its um victory yes. it, it all came to fruition this moment and the miss at royal rumble uh
1: was made up for it was made
0: up for by the end of the wrestlemania so that does it for this uh episode of the chamber pod thank you so much we're so excited to be back thank you so much for tuning in spotify you can listen to us there we're on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, and if you just have the good old-fashioned internet you can just come on over rss.com backslash podcast backslash shamanda all of our episodes are up there if you need to catch up and hear some of our old ones Or if you're just looking for what's going on today, tune in and listen to us because we have a great time doing it.
1: Be sure to click that RSS link. You'll need that when you go to add our podcast in Apple and Google Podcasts. And we look forward to you guys listening to us on Saturday.
0: Yeah, tune in. It should be a good one.
1: All right, we'll see you later. Bye. Bye.